Hey, hey, welcome back to Living the Next Chapter. It's Dave. I wanted to share with you a book that I'm listening to on Audible, and I wanted to put it out there. I have a few minutes left of my availability to upload podcasts for the month of October, so I'm sneaking this one under the wire. Shh, don't tell anybody. But there's a book that I've been listening to on Audible, and if you don't use Audible, I, I love it. It's for somebody on the go who wants to experience a great book, uh, it's great. It's really, really good. I really enjoy the book by Matthew Dix called Storyworthy. I hear a lot of people talking about it, so I went out and I went and checked it myself. It's great. It's um, perfect for you as an author as you're trying to figure out how to tell a great story. Uh, Matthew Dix is a five-time Moth Grand Slam winner. Now imagine getting up on stage and telling a story in front of a group of people that you don't know. He's done it and won it five times, which is amazing. Uh, He's a best-selling novelist, and he shows you how to tell a great story and why doing so really matters. Whether we realize it or not, we're always telling stories on your first date, a job interview, sales presentation, or a therapy appointment. With family or friends, we are constantly narrating events and interpreting emotions and actions. In this compelling book, Matthew presents a wonderfully straightforward and engaging book and some tips and techniques for constructing, telling, and polishing stories that will hold the attention of your audience, no matter how big, no matter how small. He shows you that anyone can learn to be an appealing storyteller and that everyone has something story-worthy. Yes, you have something story-worthy right inside of you. Perhaps the most important is the act of creating and telling a tale is a powerful way of understanding and enhancing your own life, story-worthy, engage, teach, persuade, and change your life through the power of storytelling. Do you want to tell better stories? Here's a little sample from the audiobook so you can hear it, and I'll have links to it as well, so you can go right to the audiobook and to Matthew's page on Amazon and his website. Let's throw it all in there. But here's a little clip from Storyworthy, my choice going into November for what I'm listening to, and I wanted to share with you. Here we go. Instead, she told the woman that it was storytelling that first made her fall for me. She told me the story of the night when she and I went to Chili's for dinner, our first meal alone, before our school's talent show. Just so we're clear, this was not a date. Maybe I wanted it to be a date, but at that time, I thought Alicia was out of my league. I still think this today. Please don't tell her. Alicia and I were fellow teachers and slowly becoming friends, but we were both involved with other people at the time. We were technically unavailable. Also, Chili's was one of the closest restaurants to our school. My point? I didn't take Alicia on a first date to Chili's. I'm not that guy, okay? Alicia explained to the woman that over the course of our dinner, she had asked me some questions about myself. We'd known each other for a couple years by then, but we didn't know much about each other personally. When I'm asked a question, I tell a story. So I told some stories that night. 
I was still more than seven years away from taking the stage and telling my first official story. But even back then, I was always ready and willing to share my life with others, warts and all. Alicia told the woman, That was the night I started falling for Matt. Listening to his stories, I realized that he wasn't like anyone I had ever met before. And I knew I wanted to hear more. I liked the way he told a story. Beautiful, right? I found the perfect spouse through storytelling. Right after the beauty of that moment washed over me, I quickly shifted to annoyance. By then, I had been performing on stage and teaching storytelling for a few years. I had made a name for myself in the storytelling world. I'd attracted interest from businesses, universities, nonprofits, and performers. Knowing all this, why had she waited until now to inform me that my storytelling had been the key to her heart? I told her that the story about falling in love with me through storytelling fit perfectly into my personal narrative and explained how useful it could have been for me for the past couple years of teaching and performing. You're telling me that I found the perfect wife through storytelling? That's like a baseball player hitting a home run into the right field bleachers that's caught by the woman he eventually marries. It's amazing. How could you keep that from me? I'm not in the business of helping you construct your personal narrative, she said. She's lucky I love her. But you see the point, right? Even before I was telling stories on stage and thinking of myself as a storyteller, the ability to tell a good story was helping me immensely. So let's be clear that when I talk about storytelling, I'm speaking about personal narrative, true stories told by the people who live them. This is very different than the traditional fable or folktale that many people associate with the word storytelling. While folktales and fables are entertaining and can teach us about universal truths and important life lessons, there is power in personal storytelling that folktales and fables will never possess. A folktale or a fable would have never convinced Alicia that I was the love of her life. My friends would not routinely invite me to play golf if I promised them a well-told folktale in between swings. I would not be hired for a job by answering questions with folktales. Nonprofits, corporations, universities, and school districts would not be able to improve their image and messaging through fables. You can't become the life of the party by telling a good folktale. More importantly, folktales and fables do not create the same level of connection between storyteller and audience as a personal story. I have never listened to someone tell a folktale and felt more deeply connected to the storyteller as a result. I may have loved the story and admired the storyteller's skill and expertise, and I might have been highly entertained, but I have never felt that I knew the storyteller any better at the end of the story. The storyteller who tells folktales and fables is a highly developed, highly skilled delivery mechanism, often more entertaining than television, radio, or a YouTube video but never revealing, vulnerable, or authentic. And that's just a little tiny taste. Wait till you hear some of Matthew's stories and how he constructs the stories, and then he breaks it down for you in, a, in an amazing way. So it's one thing to read this book, it's another thing to hear it. And I would really love if you would check out Storyworthy, buy the book, grab a copy of the audiobook on Audible, and listen to it. Share it with anybody that you think needs help or would love to know how to tell a better story. You know, you know, Grandpa in the corner there who tells the same story every Christmas. 
Hmm, maybe he could learn from Storyworthy. Maybe he would be a great gift for him. And again, the audiobook is just fun. I just love it. So head over to Audible, head over to Amazon, head over to Matthew's website, and check out Storyworthy, Dave's Choice. For the month of November, if you want to know what I'm listening to, I'm listening to Storyworthy and I'm trying to tell better stories. One podcast episode at a time. I really appreciate you being here and being part of the Living the Next Chapter family. It's great to have you come back on a regular basis. A reminder, going into November, you're going to hear a lot of podcast episodes from Living the Next Chapter as we are part of the Na Pod Pomo National Podcast Post Month where you're going to get an episode every month, every day, 30 days in a row, 30 episodes from Living the Next Chapter. You're going to get a lot of episodes as we celebrate with other podcasters. National Podcast Post Month, Na Pod Pomo. Don't, don't fear missing out. Don't get the Na Pod Pomo FOMO by missing out on being... That was fun. Being part of the podcast, go to your whatever you're listening to on your Audible, on your audio apps. We are on Audible. Did you know that? This podcast is on Audible. You're welcome. Uh, you can listen to us on Audible, on Google. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Afropods. If you live in Africa, hello, Africa, around the world, you can listen to us. And we are now connected to YouTube. So if you like YouTube for your podcast listening experience, you're welcome. We're also there as well. Every new episode that goes out in audio format automatically gets loaded to YouTube. We are part of the test, I guess, of how that all works. So you get to benefit by hearing us on YouTube as well. Thank you so much for following the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, follow, like, share, um, uh, everything. Do, how, about, how about let's just do that? Do everything and living the next chapter.com is a website. I appreciate you and I want to thank you for being part of our family here at Living the Next Chapter. To all of our authors, all the best in November. Here we go, guys. Get ready for a lot of episodes and go check out Matthew's book, Storyworthy. Dave's suggestion for the month of November. Take care.